Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. You know, I, Dave, I love that our team of reporters and producers keeps a really close eye on legislation as it winds through the process. There's so many changes can be made along the way, and this this is case in point. There's a mine that's been proposed in Parley's Canyon, you know, Parley's Canyon, just off I-80, right? Um, and those in favor of the mind say, we need this, we need the material here. You know, we've got a lot of roads that need to be built. We've got homes that are going to be under construction. We need the material here. But those against it, like a mine, we don't want the dust that comes from a mine floating into the Salt Lake Valley. We all love mining as long as it's nowhere near us, as long as it doesn't impact us. Think of the Kennecott copper mines. You know, out on the west side, it's produced more copper than any mine in history. 20 million tons over the years. And copper, obviously, we have to have it. Electric generators, your home, your car, all the wiring appliances, we need it. But it's also such a ginormous hole, you can see it from space. (laughs) And we don't like that, right? It's an eyesore. Oh, but we have to have the copper for all these reasons. We don't like mining. We have to have it. It's We have no other choice. Well, this latest legislation would affect uh, Parley's Canyon. And uh, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio, has been tracking this piece of legislation very carefully. It would not only impact Parley's Canyon, but as I talked about, the potential for dust to flare up. So a uh, very important story for a lot of people who live not only in that area, Parley's Canyon, but also for people who live in the Salt Lake Valley. So he's going to join us live in just a moment and tell us what's happening right now with this legislation on Capitol Hill. But first, let's get with Peter on his in-depth report on this issue. That's the sound of a semi carrying between 10 and 25 tons of gravel out of Parley's Canyon. If you've ever driven up I-80 eastbound, You might have seen that gravel pit on your left. Big gray mounds of dirt, maybe the occasional house-sized bulldozer. That quarry is about 11 acres. But there could be a quarry at least double that size coming to Parley soon. In the scenario where we do have a 600-plus acre gravel pit, um, you can expect to see hundreds of acres of land disturbed. Mm -hmm. That's Katie Balaker with Save Our Canyons, an environmental advocacy group. She's referred to the original 2021 request to build a 634-acre mine up Parley's. Other environmentalists, though, say that there's a bigger issue. Because there's enough wind that it blows all the dust down into the Salt Lake Valley. That's Sam Dunham, a property owner near the proposed mine and a supporter for Save Parley's Canyon. So they can claim they're in compliance when all they're doing is dumping their waste in the, in the wind stream that scatters over the Salt Lake Valley. But there's a big need for mines like this, according to State Representative Casey Snyder. The reality is that when we do not have gravel pits, aggreg- places to mine aggregates close to the centers of, of construction and urbanization, it costs more. Prices of homes go up, prices of roads go up, and we're rapidly outpacing with demand our supply. So the tug of war is this. 
Utah needs aggregate material to build its freeways, housing, and that new school down your street, and this location is close to that demand. But communities like Mill Creek and Salt Lake City could be breathing and drinking particulates from this mine for years to come. So the- Think of all the ways we use gravel right now. In foundations, backfill, concrete, drainage roads. We, we use thousands of dump truck loads, I, I don't know, maybe daily. It is absolutely necessary any kind of time we have construction. So, Peter, this is a, a fascinating story. Thank you for reporting on this. So where are things at with this proposal? Yeah, Dave, thanks so much for having me on. It's great to be here. Um, in terms of what's happening with this proposal, it's really interesting because I'm not going to get too nerdy about it and go all the way in. But basically, this thing started back in 2021. It was originally two proposals. One would be a 20-acre mine. The other was a 634-acre mine. Um, that is about 50, 60 times the size of the current quarry that already sits next to I-80 if you're going up there and you see those gravel trucks going by, like you said. So where we're at right now is that there's been a lawsuit by uh, the property owner against Salt Lake County because in 2022 they said you can't actually mine up there. They passed an ordinance saying that, like, there's no mining in our foothills. And property owner says that's ridiculous. This is my property. And where we're at now is that there's been bills after bills after bills um, trying to make it so that the county can't actually stop it. So this year we saw HB 502. That's a, uh, by a guy named Representative Casey Snyder. He was the guy that you heard on my yeah. little report there. And he's saying basically what you said, Dave, which is like, look, we need this stuff. It's close. It's right against the interstate, right? And, I mean, to Debbie's point, too, we're going to have a stadium potentially, maybe two coming. Uh, and so that's going to require a lot of building materials. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of this, um, I spoke to a lot of critics. We can get into that. And basically they're saying that this is just, the worst place you could put a mine because picture Parley's Canyon, like a wind funnel. And it's just blowing particulate dust already from the current quarry all over Mill Creek, all over Salt Lake Valley. So it does, it sounds like from your in-depth reporting, I know you did a series of reports here at KSL news radio that this will be studied now instead of put into motion. Is that correct? Peter, is that where things are at on Capitol Hill this session? Yeah, and that's a big, that's a huge shift. The bill uh, that became a study basically said uh, no county can put a ban on mining, which um, a lot of people at the county level did not like that I talked to. And so one really interesting person I talked to was Mill Creek Mayor Jeff Silvestrini. He was, um, I don't want to say livid, but he was he was very upset, let's just put it that way, about this bill because basically it was taking away the power of counties to have jurisdiction over their own territories. Now, uh, there was another part of the bill that was kind of sketchy to certain watchers. Uh, Laura Briefer, she runs the Salt Lake City's Public Utilities Department, right? Yes. Now, the public utilities stopped two miles from where this mine would have been put or would be put, and the bill would require Salt Lake City, which doesn't want the mine, to pump water two miles out of its jurisdiction to this mine, right? So the bill was heavy, and basically um, the bill sponsor, Casey Snyder, worked with all these stakeholders, changed it into a study, and that guy I mentioned, Jeff Silvestrini, mayor of Mill Creek, he totally changed his tune. 
And he said, this is actually an amazing bill. I'm so grateful for the work of the bill sponsor here. So it was huge, huge uh, change of heart for him. Peter Johnston, thank you for your report. So it sounds like it's going to be studied for a while. So if you were on the one side of it, oh, my goodness, we don't need this. We don't want this. Um, there'll be some studies. There'll probably be some time for public comment. You can get up to Capitol Hill or tap into some of the meetings up there to figure out what's going on. It's uh, A lot of people do not like this idea. I don't know if I told you this, but I used to drive big dump trucks. <laughs> Another one of my crazy jobs that I used to have. Uh, it is so heavy. They are such gas guzzlers or diesel guzzlers. If you really do want to have a gravel pit that is out of sight, out of mind, away from everything, it is so expensive to transport it. Like, say you were to stick it in Nephi or something like that, like really far away from- Oh, the ga- the diesel price. Yeah, the, the cost. Yeah. And again, when you're talking gravel- mm-hmm. You're talking about millions of tons. I mean, it's just, it's so much that you have, if you have a big development, you've got so much weight that you've got to transport uh, that it's it's very, very expensive. That's why they're so interested in having gravel pits. Close. Close yeah. and easy access, especially to major arteries. It's great perspective. Glad you used to drive a dump truck. <laughs> what a guy. It's a big truck. What a guy. Uh, straight ahead, we've been talking about this all morning long. Uh, it started with Utah's Morning News' uh, coverage of this armed guard bill on Capitol Hill that allows armed guards inside our schools. Paraprofessionals, janitors, uh, folks who work in our schools can can carry. Um, and this bill has actually been passed. It's on its way to the governor's desk. But there's also a study that Dave and I took a deep look at um, in the 9 o'clock hour that shows that armed guards um, and guardians inside schools actually make things worse. Um, We're going to speak to the sponsor of Utah's legislation and ask him if he's seen that study and what he thinks about it next.